When your why is big enough, awesome enough, and at the core of your being, then nothing can stop you from achieving that. Because it is too great a desire. My why mostly deals with helping to relieve suffering for the human individual and the mind they must coexist with from birth to death. Because that's a scary experience. And some jobs, some careers are thankless or don't pay well or are just there. And sometimes when I tell people what I want to do, they'll laugh at me or they say I can't. And before, that would really get to me. And it still might. However, because my why is to help those who are suffering, it really doesn't matter what someone says or thinks about me. Because I'm not here for me. I'm here for this thing, you know? So, yeah. Um... I want to go back to school. And I want to help people who are, who are struggling with their life. Maybe with a part of their life or maybe with a part of themselves. I think for me, what I'm learning is that I'm not a loser, per se. I'm more, like, insecure. Um, and those are things I need to work on. Because um, they do impact my life. So, I'm going to keep going, you know. I'm going to do what it takes because I have to. Um, yeah, so. So, yeah, like, this is it, you know. Like, there's no going back. And... Maybe millennials or something, maybe they do put a lot of pressure on themselves for, like, their career or their job title. I feel like what happens is we try to, like, measure up to certain standards we had or expectations from ourselves or from our parents or from that generation. And I feel like with everything that's been going on in the world, you know, economically... It's just not very feasible, you know, or realistic. Like, how is every millennial in L.A. going to be a homeowner in their in their 30s or 40s? You know, I just think about that and like. And I don't want to keep feeling disappointed in myself because I've come up short. But part of me does want to because it'll motivate me, but I feel like. I don't know, like, for my whole life I've tried to answer the question, like, what is it? Like, what is this?
Like, you know how in those old, like, sitcoms or... When I say old, I mean, like, I don't know, from, like, 25 years ago or something. When I was younger or a little older, there'd always be this, like, young woman, you know, talking to this guy that she'd been dating or they'd been dating each other. And she goes, like, she points at herself and him and, and she goes, like, what is this? Like, what are we? You know, and I feel like I'm asking myself that question with myself and with people my age and the world too like I want to ask like what is this like what are we like what's going on like what's the deal you know and I feel like I'm I'm I feel alienated I guess from society but not in like a oh go seek help kind of way but more like this isn't just me this is like almost the norm and again i always i go back to that question like what is this what's going on what are we trying to do here and and i don't know if we've ever asked that as americans or if it's always been like a family unit or like an individual unit going about and seeking reward and seeking validation or attention. And I'm like, well, what is what is the point? You know, like what is what we're after? Like, is it a we thing? Is it I? Is it an I thing? Is it that someone respects and likes me for who I am? Like. Is it about money? Is it about beauty and status and wealth and displays of wealth? Like, is it about belonging? Is it about acceptance? And if it is, like, is it an on, on an individual basis, you know? Or like, do I want you to accept me or do you want me do I want you to accept my people like people who look like me and you can't accept me if you don't accept people who look like me you can't accept people who look like me if you don't accept me for those reasons so I think at the end of the day like, I'm very much like a idealistic person or like a dreamer type. So, you know, like in school, we learned about Martin Luther King and, you know, like his I had a dream speech and and I just feel like as you get older, like dreams are something to laugh about or talk about, like like, they're not going to happen, you know? It feels like that's the general understanding among adults that when you dream about something, you dream about it knowing it's not going to happen or it's foolish or that no one's going to jump on board. And really, like, growing up, I was taught dreams are something that happened. When you keep trying. 
and when you like believe in stuff so I do like dream of that day you know where someone doesn't have to think twice about being themselves because I think Americans more or less value accept embrace and expect diversity Which is cool, but at the same time, I feel like an, an individual feels like because they're a minority or, yeah, a cultural, ethnic, or um, economic minority that they're not going to be accepted or feel listened to or respected or noticed or seen or valued or like someone's equal, you know, and I just wish that were different. I dream of the day where anybody could talk to anybody about anything and it's not weird. Or anybody could be around anybody and just feel like they're they're equal and maybe it's not in our nature, maybe it's like Maybe it's not going to be that way ever and maybe I do have to accept that. But I don't want to. Like, why? Don't you want to walk into a room full of people and not feel judged by them? You can argue, okay, well, if you're confident, it wouldn't matter what people think of you, but... I don't know, like... One's experiences are full of walking into a room and being or feeling judged and they've internalized those. And for you to tell them like, oh, don't worry about what people think of you. Like, there are people out there who are oppressed, you know, and to tell them like, oh, no one cares what, what you do. Like, just be yourself. Like. I mean, if it were that easy, then I don't know. I'm not a, upset. I'm just, I guess, disappointed, you know, that the world or this country didn't turn out that way. And we still face a lot of these problems. And Yeah. It's kind of hard sometimes because in um in this day and age no matter what you have there's this idea that there's something missing. That you don't have this thing, so you need to get it, so you feel complete, and then you get it. And it's like a game of whack-a-mole, you know? You hit one thing, another one pops out. That would be kind of trippy if there was, like, this pimple, you know, that couldn't go away, and then you went to the doctor for them to excise it, and then 
they did and it left and then a new one came out and you had to repeat the process over and over and over again i feel like that's what it feels like like it just feels like you fix one thing another thing pops up but i feel like that's so based on your perception of everything you know there was something i wrote in my journal about how within this culture and these entrepreneurial figures or figures who, who just make a lot of money and are considered successful they just say you know you need to you need to get up stop being lazy and go for what you want and it's like i get it i get the whole being active and really trying to live but i feel like if you're constantly thinking about the fact that you don't have something and that you have to go up and get it are you ever just stopping and thinking about everything you have because if you take like five minutes a day and just think about everything you've accomplished every nice thing you've done for someone and everything great you have it's a lot, you know? And then for people to tell you that you don't have enough and you need to succeed, like, bitch, I know what I'm doing. You know, I have a lot. Excuse my language. And I didn't mean it in like a gender term. I meant it more like a neutral thing. Like, sometimes when I have all I need and I'm just so tired of people telling me it's not enough and internalizing that, like. On a basic level, I do just want to be able to meet my basic needs, be a good person, and contribute. Why is that not enough? Why does a public display of my wealth and status need to be the thing? Why does that need to be the reason I'm alive? It's because it benefits this system. It benefits the powers that be. Because the more income we generate, the more taxes we pay. And that's not to tear people down from achieving a lot and starting their own businesses. It's just a way of saying that This constant striving is an incentive for the individual, but it has to be, it has to benefit the system. There has to be an incentive for the system. And the system has to incentivize the individual. 
and I feel like there's that's not a good or bad thing that the system has to do that but I feel like what is that system what does that system need and because of what that system needs what does it mean for us It's weird because I've always been more individualistic. I've always wanted to champion the individual over the collective group. But sometimes I think about how... I want the group to benefit. It's kind of confusing, but... Um, yeah. On a side note, I stopped drinking coffee and consuming caffeine the caffeine quitting is like just by chance but i've intentionally stopped drinking coffee because i don't want it to be part of my identity anymore at least for now um which is really weird because <laughs> i've had coffee for like a decade almost every day so constantly and and made it and all that and talked about it so it's weird to not have coffee or think about coffee or talk about it and i feel like something i gave up when i gave up being a barista was giving up the ability to be in in an environment where people wanted something or needed something from you Something that was so universal and that cool people could go up to you and talk to you. And I guess it's something I, I struggled with because I always felt like I was unpopular. So I feel like in some on some level I wanted that kind of attention where I could relate to a lot of people and... Being a barista, like, people just approach you, you know? But sometimes as an introvert, you don't really want that. Which, um... Which is fine. And I think towards the end, I didn't want so much of that. Even if successful or attractive people wanted to talk to me, I really didn't. Um, have much energy anymore for that. So, it's going to be kind of weird, you know? Like, I already felt like I couldn't connect with people anyway. But now it's different. Like, I'm gonna, I'm not going to be, like, you know, facing people, which I think at first I was like, oh, thank God. But now I'm more like, wow, what's that going to be like? Is that going to make me feel like anxiety again? Is it going to make me feel like my social skills are going to go downhill? So I do worry about that. But then I'm like, it's so easy to get like entry level jobs right now. I can always just do that if I want. But on like a bigger scale, I, was, I just think about where my life is going.
and I do worry. But I mean, I know. I know what to do. I just don't want to delay it anymore, you know? And I want to just start believing in myself that I can do this. And that my why is, like, you know, really wanting to help people, like, not suffer. And it's going to take a while, you know? I've had a habit of wanting things to happen too fast, you know? There was, um, I don't know how I got to this, but I was, like, looking up the career of someone who was in marketing, like, the trajectory. Um, just because I remember... I remember... Oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's, like, trivial. But, anyway, um... The marketing trajectory, I think, like, the entry-level position, you talked about, like, how many years you would do that before you would be, like, a, a marketing director, and then, like, a senior marketing director, and then the senior marketing director would have had to do that kind of work for 20 years, you know? And they'd, they'd make a lot, you know? Very respectable, very, like, lucrative. But I just think about... 20 years, you know? And... And yeah, you know, it does take that long. 12 months times 20 and 30 days in each 12 and 24 hours in each day where you're thinking about all that. And I feel like I feel like sometimes I've thrown away 10 of those years because I was scared of being rejected or I tried and it didn't work out or the economy or whatever. Um, but I don't want to throw away 10 more. I don't want to delay because it it's... I don't know. I guess part of me doesn't want to be ashamed when I get older for people to say like, wow, I would think you'd have blah, 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 blah by now. I, I still have that fear, you know? Because that's the thing with being a millennial with like a, a degree, like you're at a job, people ask you if you go to school or you went to school and they ask you what you got your degree and you tell them and then they say why are you doing this why are you and then it's like you don't want to have that conversation so like i still do worry about that conversation coming up but i don't want to care about that because i want to care about what i want to do more and yeah like it's just important that i do what i feel like i need to do some days I'm discouraged. Some days I get distracted. By lights and beeps and buzzes and all that and thoughts. But I do want to help people out who are struggling. People who hate themselves, people who are depressed, people who can barely leave their homes some days.
and not out of fear, but out of just this crippling thing they feel. I feel for them. I don't want them to go through that. Because it sucks. When you don't like yourself, it hurts. When you constantly wish your life was different, it hurts. If you can get to a place where you're at peace, where you're at peace with who you are and what you do and what you have, you know, that's a blessing we don't talk about enough. I've always just wanted peace. I have to one day get it.